Welcome to Oops All Apocalypses, a show where we explore the collapse of society by playing fun tabletop role-playing games. I am here with two mannequins that I have painted faces on. Hey everybody, I am mannequin number two. That's right. I am the one that I am legend guy John Legend fell in love with in the movie I Am Legend. What a powerful reference. Thank you very much. I play Book McCready, a sleuth who... Uh, did not have OCD, but uh, he does now after seeing what people did to his house. And I'm mannequin number seven, and I play Ocean, a gentle giant who is a professional at home makeovers. That's true. Well, I wouldn't say he actually is a professional. He's kind of a slot. To him, he's a professional, but to everyone else, it probably looks like, you know, a rat's nest. Hell yeah. That's the best kind, though, because that means like no one's no one's going to bother like trying to steal from you but you'll know if they do. In two-ish episodes, I would say. Depends on how fast you guys or what crazy weird things you do. Any percent speed run, let's do this. Yeah, we're going to be doing a recap for the first arc of things that happened. Oh, is that what we're doing today? Not today. Oh. I'm sorry, I know you're excited. Jacob, when you're listening, he said in maybe two to three episodes. Jacob is holding a mic while (laughs) talking. He can't listen to what I'm saying. Jacob is a mic stand and a mic and a a speaker. We are going to be running through basically everything that's happened up to this point. So we could probably use it as like a kicking off point for new listeners also if they want to. Like just a super quick recap, but it's mostly going to be questions. So if anyone happens to have any questions about anything, you can send them to us at oops at stew.cool. That's an email address, O-O-P-S, at stew.cool. And we will probably answer them because we'll only get like four. Yeah. Shouldn't Jacob and I be coming with questions since you're the one who knows everything? you absolutely should be having questions. I got to think of some questions. I got a few questions I can think of. Yeah. Come up with some good things. And I will basically answer anything you have that doesn't have some lasting impact to the story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna answer. I'm going to ask very strategic questions that don't seem strategic, but they actually are. I would not bet on you outsmarting me. Like. That's fucking rude as shit, first of all. But second of all, I'm going to ask you what Hickory's middle name was so that I can have authority over him. His true name, as he is an eldritch being. Yeah. Our question to fall in love this week is, what do you value most in a friendship? Hmm. I think Ocean values reliability the most. Hmm. Somebody that he can trust to help him with tasks that he can... uh, feels like he can, you know, be an equal partner in whatever adventures and quests they're going on. So I think making sure that he he wants to make sure that he doesn't have any like flakes or uh people that he doesn't really trust. So somebody that he's that's reliable, dependable, and trustworthy. That seems to be what Ocean values most, which I think sums up book pretty well. Oh, that's sweet. So someone who you can say, hey, I need you, and you know. Exactly, they'll, they'll be right there. Come whirling around that corner with questionable weaponry. Yep. <laughs> and a cane. Yep. Um, I think Book, in a similar vein, um, I mean, we obviously, we learned two episodes ago that, that Book really values competence. But I think in a friend specifically, loyalty is more important. Just somebody who's got your back and isn't going to turn you into hickory to get, you know, a leg up, you know? Yeah. So, like, Callista. No. And, like, <laughs> uh, Frida. Is Frida no. our friend even now? I mean, so we don't know that that happened, but That's Book true. is pissed. Book wakes up, <laughs> Book wakes he just up pissed feels and he doesn't it know in why. His bones. 
I I think what I value most in friendship is someone who's just very passionate about something. I don't care what it is. It could be like turtles. And if they can tell me all the different types of turtles and the different the reasons they have different shaped feet, I'll be like, this is super interesting. Because I just want people to be able to talk about things they like that they enjoy. So huh. I don't care about what any do, of that stuff. What do we like, Stu? I was about to say, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's Or are like we not that. friends? Is this how we learn that we're not friends? This is how you learn that I don't like either of you guys at all because you've never told me about why some turtles have different <laughs> back feet than other turtles. It's like, oh, they got interesting voices and that's all I really care about. So let's drag mm. them on the podcast. Me and Brady frequently talk about really weird podcasts and improv and mm-hmm. computer science. Mm-hmm. Brady likes all of those things a lot and we'll discuss them in detail. Mm-hmm. And then some music, but then me and Jacob also more specifically music. Me and yeah, Jacob we can both talk have, about naughty hotties whenever. I was about to say we have both have very sad boy slash sad girl taste in music. Brady's very offended right now. Everyone can't see his face, but he's <laughs> contemplating his life. No, that's fair. I think that's accurate. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to Book Snook of Book Takes. Books, nook of book takes. <laughs> you get a creed over here to play the intro for us. Special guest host of Books, Nook of Books Take is Stu this week, who has very how recently. Many, how many words can we mispronounce in this intro? <laughs> who has recently read and watched the Station Eleven book slash series, and it was so good. You all should read it, and also probably watch the tv show i didn't even know there was a tv show yeah i'm a little biased because the uh i read the book first and i liked it way better than the tv show but i think if i hadn't i would have been like oh this is a cool show but it is probably the book that is most similar to something i could see being written based on an apocalypse world campaign (laughs) oh the conceit behind one of the storylines it's kind of like non-linear and follows before during and after an apocalypse but in the post-apocalypse, it's literally a traveling troupe of musicians and Shakespearean actors going from town to town, just dealing with apocalypse shit the entire time. Nice. That and sounds I'm like that would be such a fun game to play. Like that would be my favorite game to be a player in. I was about ever. to say that sounds absolutely incredible. Yeah, it would be so much fun. Uh, but the book itself is also just like beautiful and about struggle and hope and hopelessness and all the sorts of fun things. So everyone should read it. I read the whole thing in one day because I liked it so much. I've seen the book at the store, like at random bookstores and stuff. And I really like the cover. Like it's such a beautiful looking cover with like the little tints and the dark blue sky and then the simple text. But I honestly did not know there was a show about it. Yeah, I would read it before the show. The biggest thing, I'm not someone who's like very strict on oh that's different than the book and it like gets me mad because i have the strong opinion that they're different mediums so they should show different things what the tv series does way better is it does spend some more time in that post-apocalyptic part because that's where like action fun things are and that's what tv shows are good at showing so it it kind of while the book jumps over over the place more and can sit on foreshadowing for a longer amount of time that's cool the way the book deals with some characters the characters are all pretty similar some of them are a little different but the way it deals with some i just liked way better which i won't get into without spoiling it but read the book and then also watch the tv show or if you don't have time for a book just watch the tv show it's still pretty good nice that's my book snook recommendation i love that pretty good book snook recommendation in the vein of mispronouncing lots of words, recently I give I give my dog uh, flea and tick medication every month. 
And every time I get the flea and tick medication, I say, I accidentally, it's never on purpose. I always say tea and flick medication. <laughs> That's interesting. But do you remember that really good commercial that was, they had a parody of Camp Granada where it was the cute little puppy yes. singing? Hello, mother. That's my f- yeah. Hello, father. Oh, shit. I, that just triggered a memory that I had repressed. I'd like to show <laughs> you mosquitoes. all my new tricks. Thanks for getting me canine advantage. Man, I had repressed that apparently, but that just yeah, like flashed in my head that exact commercial that's my favorite non-berries and cream commercial of all time nice and with that let's get back to the action (laughs) okay so where we left off last time i'm the host now um (laughs) because i don't want to let Stu do something else without us knowing (laughs) we left off i was giving the traveling salespeople who had shacked up in my house uh, i was giving them 15 minutes to put all of my shit that they stole back and getting out of my house and as soon as that is done, I would like to go inside and look at the mirror and make sure it's not broken and see if I see the little... This has already thing. happened. This is revisionist history. You've already done all of this. You're asleep right now. Wait, did I... Did, did we look at the light? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. You, you looked at the light. You recorded a whole ass tape. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did do that. And that's what, that's what Frida took. Now I have to cut out all of you pretending to be the host <laughs> intro and say, previously... <laughs> How about before I go to bed, can I take a can I take a book off of one of my shelves? I'm gonna look and see if I can find a book, a specific book. Yeah, what book? It's the book of marine biology. Yes, and you I find want, it. I want to take it off of my shelf. I want to look for the uh, page about cephalopods. Okay. And I want to flip it open. I want to sh- I want to sh- slide it across the table towards ocean, and I want to point at a squid slash octopus slash cuttlefish, and I want to say, "Hey, was this?" Was this what you saw in your vision? And I'm pointing to a tentacle. Oh. It does look like what you saw in your vision, yes. Yeah, that that's that's remarkably similar. The timeline of how all of this is happening is terrible to me. I hate it. We've left and gone back to the intro. <laughs> and we've gone. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to. Oh, shit. Ocean can't read. No, I can't read. I was going to be like, <laughs> let's look into this. <laughs> Okay, then I shrug. I'm like, okay, cool. And I go to bed. Yeah, it looks kind of similar. It was massively different scale, but when you saw the walls kind of writhing in that last one and you saw those weird circular shapes, it looks a lot like the sucker on the bottom side of a tentacle. Oh my God. I never even considered it to be a wall of like a tentacle or something. But it it looked very stone-like, though. It was, like, stone-colored. Oh, that's so weird. So then I flip to the page where it talks about, um, what are they called? Shit, I know this. So, so octopus, some octopus and, and, and uh, all cuttlefish and some squids, they have specific cells, uh, chromatophores. They have chromatophores in their skin that allow them to change color. So I talk about that. So I said, so I said, it's possible it looked like stone because it changed the color of its chromatophores to match its environment. There's some big words, book, but uh, that's that's so bizarre. I, what would a creature like that be doing deep underground like this? I have a more important question. What was your what was the spider doing in your vision? What was I doing in my vision? No, but but <sighs> didn't you make the spider after you? Yeah, we we worked on it together. Right. So could that? Vision have been from the future? I I don't know. Maybe it's something that I forgot when I was going on in one of my expeditions on my own, and I just never 
something occurred and I just blocked it out. I, I have no idea. I've been, maybe it's not even necessarily something that's happened. Maybe it's just something we've missed. Maybe it's a metaphor. Maybe it is a metaphor. Out of character, Jacob, I spent like, I re-listened to that vision, the the recording of that vision, probably up like 105 times. <laughs> Jeez. Just trying to figure out what the heck that thing is. Going through like logically, I was like, okay, it was like an arching structure of stone with discs on it. And so I was like, I was like drawing it and redrawing it in my head. And then eventually I landed on something that looked like a tentacle. And I was like, huh, maybe it was a tentacle. Fun fact for me is there's no scientific term for suckers. The scientific term is sucker, and I hate that so much. <laughs> so you guys go to sleep and book snuck. It's been cleared out of all the vagrants who had been staying here. Uh, you don't notice anything uh, like overtly missing from a cursory glance. How do you sleep with Vesuvius's head on you? Do you leave it there or do you give him like his own pillow? No, I put, I put his head on like, I guess he needs it. I asked, I asked Vesuvius, how do you want me? Like, how do you want us? Um, do you sleep? Yeah, of course I sleep. How do you want to? I sleep? try to get my eight hours every night because it keeps me on my feet for all those many hours of guard duty I would be on. Do you want a pillow? Do you want me to like strap you to the back of a chair upright? Do you like, how do you? I'm normally a sad sleeper, so <laughs> just maybe put my head on a pillow. Okay, and he is on my right shoulder, right? Yeah. So I put him on his left side so that his weird fleshy bits aren't blocking his comfortability, aren't impeding his comfortability. So you detach him and mm -hmm. put him down? Yeah, okay. of course. Okay. Does he grow spider legs like in the thing? Nope, not yet. Uh, he... <laughs> not yet. Uh, he very quickly drifts off to sleep. Cute. And Cute. I'm guessing... Does he honk too... shoe or... Yes, I mentioned that previously, okay. that he does honk shoe sleep. You already did know he slept because you watched him do it as you looked inside of his fleshy hole before. That's true. That sounded, yeah. that sounded, hey. That's what you did. I didn't say, he didn't say you could, but you did. Book is sleeping and he's having a dream about all of the mysteries he hasn't solved. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it is. Uh, you guys wake up kind of naturally. I, there may be a little bit of a startle. This is me pulling this completely out of my ass, but I assume Book is a little bit less, uh, more of a light sleeper. Does that seem yes. accurate I between think that both would be you accurate. guys? I think, I think Ocean sleeps like a brick. He's so tired all the time. He just dozes off in like 30 seconds. He's got that military sleep power. So you, you wake up first, Book, and you wake up halfway through a sentence of Maple talking to you. And he apparently has just let himself into your cave. He's coming with, he has a big cup of coffee in his hand and a cigarette, and he's just halfway through a conversation with you that you've been sleeping through this entire time. He goes, like, was I responding? Hey. No, not at all. He's just talking to two <laughs> sleeping people. He goes, so I think that's like going to be probably the safer option, but uh, I don't know if you'll be able to get as much out of it. What's going on? Maple? Yeah. Did, how did you get in? You got you got to get ready to go. We you got to leave soon. The door was locked. How did you get in? Oh, don't worry about that. Not a problem. What, what? Uh, I'll, fi I'll I'll fix it later. Don't worry. What? Oh fuck! Something tells me Maple has a less than uh, ethical background. <laughs> I, I sit up and I start like slapping Ocean Shoulder. What What were you saying? Why do I have to leave? <gasps> Where am I going? What's going on? Uh, you guys owe me my medical supplies that you promised he'd get right when I got you on your feet. 
Yeah. And um, I've been uh, giving you the couple of leads that I think would be very fruitful for you. You have been? Meaning, like, you were went now yeah i've gone through you guys you gotta listen way better than you we were sleeping sir that was evident at this hour what time what what time is you look at the clock it's very early (laughs) (laughs) sir did you ask the the people selling the things out front if they had any medical supplies i'll buy them for you they're still sleeping and they're not gonna have the quantity that i'm gonna need i bet yeah those those lazy people they're just out there sleeping still it's ridiculous like four o'clock in the morning but just the quick recap, I guess. Can you is, give me a second, dude? Yeah, can you please put some pants on? It's yeah, I can. very I, unbecoming. I can, I can. Turn around. Ocean's sleeping on like his full like cargo cargo short. Uh, his cargo pants, his uh, his jacket. He's sleeping. Are, you, in full are your clothes. knee pads still on? Knee pads still on and everything. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I would like to. I would like to grab. Uh, I would like to put my pants on and grab Vesuvius's head and press his on button. There is no on button, but you shake him a little bit like a magic eight ball. And you're, oh, <laughs> you're morning, morning, morning. I got a nice restful sleep, man. My back feels great. That's because I've it's... never felt this loose. Uh huh. I feel like I was carrying a lot of tension in my torso. And it being completely removed from me has really freed up a lot of neck and back pain. Yeah, you were also carrying a lot of TNT in your torso. I think that was near my appendix, but I'm not a scientist. All right, you Mabel. Dressed? <laughs> <laughs> was the couch comfortable? Did you sleep all right? Oh, yeah, I slept great. It, like, stretches. Ooh, yes, good rest. Any, uh... Like, dusts his dust knee pads off. Did you have any more, um, any other th- things we should review? Any other visions? And I feel weird <laughs> saying visions in front of Maple. He, like, whispers it into my ear and I'm like, no, actually, I don't think I had any dreams. Okay. Not no that I remember tentacles? at the very least. No, no more tentacles. Only the good kind of tentacle dreams. <laughs> no, no tentacles. Stu's making a face. Stu did not like that. Good. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't really know what causes them. They seem to just come on out of nowhere. Like some deity is just putting them in my head random times between important moments. So you got two options here. There's a hospital down in Subtropolis uh-huh. that some less than savory folks work out of. I've in the past, Beethoven apparently has worked with them and been able to get some supplies from them. But they they are chock-a-block full of all sorts of different things. Do they take batteries? If they are willing to trade with you, they will take batteries probably. Okay. That's a that's kind of a definite choice. But I've also heard that... Do you know about the stew? The, the, the stew. The stew. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit down the long dark. There's these tunnels and chambers that just flood without any known reason about them. Uh, and there are some people that live down there. And I've heard some rumors that they've come across a big collection of some medical supplies and we're potentially willing to trade Hmm. that one is a little less definite i think those are in general some nicer people than who lives in the hospital but that's a pretty dangerous region i don't know if it's any more or less dangerous than subtropolis though Hmm. listen maple what's what's our timeline on this well i'm really completely out so every day i don't have them people are probably going to get sick and someone may scrape themselves with a nail and die because they don't have antibiotics book when book hears scrape with a nail he feels the pain from his psychic maelstrom cut 
again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he shudders. And he looks at he looks at Vesuvius without a body and he shudders again. <laughs> and then he looks at Maple, who I assume just is, is peering at him very intently, and he shudders a third time. <laughs> And uh, and then I uh, then I just say, all right, that's I guess that makes it pretty clear. I can draw you. I don't really know much about navigating the stew. Not many people do, but I can uh, drop a map of roughly where this hospital is at in Subtropolis. Okay. Hmm. He'll go to your chalkboard and draw a rudimentary map. Okay. Is it near? I'd like to... I was about to say, looking at it, does it seem like it's near, like anywhere near Crandall's turf, or is it kind of in a completely different area? It's not completely out of the way. It's not like down where the yellow humpy people are in their turf. All right, Maple, we'll we'll be in touch. We'll get on that. Unless you want to come with us. Hell no. <laughs> See you soon. And he walks out. All right. Um, what do you think, Book? Do you think the hospital or the stew? First things first, those those people outside, out front, seem to have both information and uh, and gear. So um, did, did Maple give us like a list of what he needs? Nope. <laughs> is he still did he, I run outside hey, Maple. Maple yeah um, do you have a list of what you need oh just all sorts of things just, I'm, I'm like out of everything definitely need antibiotics I need some bandages and any sort of painkiller is always good you know the normal stuff blood blood's a great thing uh huh um, anything I've given you basically I try to scratch that. I try to scratch all that down on my notepad alright we'll ask the people for a little bit of everything Good luck. All right. So I turn back to Ocean. And I say, "Listen, uh, we have those people that were traveling, and that guy who talked really fast. We should we should ask them about the stew. See if they know anything." I was just about to say, "Yeah, I bet they probably have much better information on uh, these places. I'm sure they've probably done business with both of these groups." All right. I chuck my coat on. I strap Vesuvius to my shoulder. <laughs> was that a burp? No, that was Vesuvius getting strapped noise. All right, and then I I, I uh, oh I check the mirror. Is there a light? There is not a light. God, when? Okay. Um, I would like to. Yeah, I think I think I just throw a quick bag together because I figure we're just gonna roll out right from here of some supplies, and uh, then let's walk down to the to the caravan and ask them for information and goods. Give me a barter roll. This will determine your buying power. All right. So I got a. Uh, an 11 i got a natural 12 minus oh nice i got an eight okay on a 10 plus you are very rich and on 79 you are only rich uh slimothy jimothy sees you guys coming up uh coming out of the house uh and he goes hey uh who was that uh first guy who came out that was a uh a medical man oh okay Are, are you having uh do you got some scrapes and bruises on you i must say your your clothes don't look great we we are we are recovering from a uh a slight, uh, slight interaction with a concussive blast. Yeah, we had we had some issues. By the way, ago. does our does our harm change at all from sleeping? Mm, I'll let you guys each get one back. Sweet. Right. I'll be nice. Yeah, that is very nice. Um, but what I, I what I'd like to say to Slimothy Jimothy Slimothy Jimothy, I'd like to walk Slimothy up to him, shake up, shake his hand, and so. So yeah, we're 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 currently recovering, but we're both doing well. You know, you already actually got a pretty good look at what I have to barter, but I'd like to also uh, just say that I have quite a lot of information that might you might find valuable as well. And I kind of um, 
pat him on the shoulder and I go, since you guys have been making good use of my uh, front step, my front lawn, I was thinking that maybe we could, um, you know, have a create a deal here where, you know, you're, you're welcome to continue using this space, but uh, maybe we have a partnership going forward. Anytime you come back through, you uh, share what you found in the long dark and, and maybe on the rest of your travels. I think that sounds uh, very amicable. I, uh, you do have a very nice place there where you got you got a strange collection of things. I noticed you had a lot of books and a lot of written material. You a big reader? It's one of my favorite things to do. Excellent. Yeah, no, we we got some we got some big readers here too. We like to scrounge up whatever we can. Uh, anything. There's a lot of people who are really really into how the world worked before everything went to shit, and they just really enjoy going through all that shit. Yeah, I I would say um when when you guys come through um like i said anytime you want to stop here and and use this as your place of of operations uh feel free to knock on the door if i'm if i'm there um obviously i'll i'll uh be happy to trade some books with you or or maybe even function as a library while you're here you know your kids are welcome to borrow some books as long as they give them back and you know like i said we can uh swap some information keep each other uh well informed Excellent. No, that sounds like a great trade. Um, well, what are you looking for? Right now, I think the main thing that we want to know is uh, if you have any information about the stew. Uh, what, what What specifically? I'm sure you know it's a place where there's this periodic flooding sort of thing goes on. It's pretty gross in there. We, we try to stay away generally. What are you looking for? Well, we heard that there may be some supplies that just were discovered around there that... Uh, that our medical man might need. And uh, we might be in a position of acquiring some. I'm also kind of just curious what we need to know about the place itself. Neither book nor I have ever been there. So the customs of the people, things to be on the lookout for, you know, that kind of thing. Well, we don't like to give away some of our sources of resources very easily. Do you have anything you would be willing to give up for some of that? Slimothy, I, I think I might have a, a book on like scuba diving would that help in your future you know like if you need to go into the stew in the future uh what is scuba diving so maybe not <laughs> no uh, <laughs> scuba diving it's it's where you um strap air tanks to yourself and and use that to breathe underwater so that you can uh you know search the bottom of deep oh that is deep places that is very cool um no yeah we I think we could definitely have some people who are interested in that. It's called, um, the book is called uh, Shadow Divers. Is that a real book? Yeah. Or did you come up with that? No, it's a real book. Have you read it? Uh-huh. I have. Is it informational or It's really, it's narrative? really, really good. It's both. So it's, um, it's informational. It talks about, so there's these group of divers in New Jersey who discovered a U-boat about, I think it was like 60 miles off the coast. Is that slang for Unterseeboot? It's a, it's a uh, submarine, a German submarine from World War II. Actually, yeah, it's from World War II. And um, and all of the identification markings on the outside of the submarine had been worn away by time. So they had to go into the submarine and search for a way to identify it, figure out which submarine it was. And so um, they had to figure out ways to be able to dive longer. They obviously didn't, with the current practices, it wasn't safe for them to be down for long enough. And obviously they had to deal with things like the bends. And... Um, so they, they actually experimented with different air mixes and, and different um, 
different equipment. And it's super, super interesting because it talks about um, a lot of developments in scuba diving that are now um, in practice today. And then it also goes through the story of like how they identified the U-boat and the story of the U-boat. It's a very good book. Okay. Yeah. He would definitely be interested in that. Okay. If you go get that for him, yeah. he'll tell you what he knows about the stew. Yeah. I run and I grab shadow divers. And um, is there anything you want, Ocean? You guys each get one. You can work together. Do you think maybe we could ask one of them to be a guide for us? I think that could be very helpful. We don't really know the area. They know way more about the stew than we do. Yeah, that could be helpful. And we have, you know, we're we're coming from a pretty strong position here. I mean, obviously you 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 look like you could protect just about anybody. It could be beneficial to have somebody actually be able to show us around, show us how to get there, tell us about the customs, things we can avoid. And then we'll we'll say, as opposed to trading something for it now, maybe we'll let them have you know part of what we find. Yeah, I, I like that. I think that's a good idea. Um, I think that sounds like a kind of agreement on top of that first thing. If there's anything else you want to ask for it to you. Oh, okay. That's cool. Something unrelated to that. Something unrelated to that. But no, I think, I think it's a good idea. Oh, I just had, oh my goodness. So you've been down to the, the stew a lot. What do you have any possible resources or leads on ways to make a, a, a buggy sized vehicle? waterproof as in maybe be able to go down in the depths just a little bit uh let's see i'm not i'm not one of our technical people you know i'm i'm more of a people person but i think if you went and talked to clever hans he may know just what you need okay hold on ocean's going (laughs) he i warn you he he kind of he's pretty unique in the types of things he likes he's uh he's more of a mechanic man oh yeah that would be useful to him that way then okay well hold on let me run back oh look you can talk to him for a bit but i'm gonna run back and grab some things from my place okay so while ocean does that i'd like to talk to him about that agreement about sending someone with us as a guide we really we don't like to lose our people like we are we're very close in it here we're all basically like a family Mm -hmm. uh we could have someone show you how to get there i don't know if i would feel comfortable with them going all the way into the stew with you okay because it is, a, like I said, it's a pretty dangerous place. But they can uh, tell you all you need to know on the way. I think that would be fair for maybe a small cut of what you get back from them. Yeah, let's say um, we'll do a, a 20-80 split. He shakes her hand and he starts asking around for who's okay for taking a week off to go hang out with two new people. <laughs> Hell yeah. I hope it's Slimothy Jimothy Jr. I'm assuming Ocean's back already because he runs really fast. Yeah. Well, not only that. And our houses are close by. I was about to say, he's got his arms full of shit. Specifically, what Ocean is doing is he's he's carrying the spider in his hands. No, he's driving the spider. He's bringing the spider over. So you hear that of his janky little buggy thing, the the spider. You smell the diesel. Mm -hmm. So he's driving that in and he's got the radiator device in his back. Because I think if he's a mechanically minded individual, that could make a pretty good trade for helping make this thing a semi-aquatic cave climbing, car driving vehicle, <laughs> road driving vehicle. Ocean, ocean, are that's one. Of, ocean, that's one of the things that was glowing, right? Yeah, 
Are you sure that we're not going to need that into to like assemble into some sort of like mecha mechatronic thing later in the story? Well, it seemed like it was high. It seemed like it was glowing for a reason. Or we're not going to be building any Gundams or anything. I think, from what I was been able to tell about this device, I just don't see a means for us with our current capabilities of making use of it. It seems like it requires a very advanced cooling rig, and I don't think we're going to be building any crazy computers. So, I think for the time being, if I can trade this into upgrading the spider into a much more capable way, I think in the long run that'll be more beneficial for us. And hey, and I'll lean over to Buck and be like, if it turns out we need it later, you just steal it back. Hell yeah, man. That's, that's dope <laughs> as shit. That was Vesuvius leaning in to listen to her conversation. Wait, what did Vesuvius say? I couldn't hear. A hell yeah, man. That's dope <laughs> as shit. Book has serious moral quandaries about his two compatriots, but he just <laughs> nods. Slimothy, Jimothy points you towards uh, Clever Hans. Okay, so he's going to drive up to Clever Hans and he's going to kind of come and was like, hey, uh, are, you, are you Clever Hans? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> He's gonna hold on his hand. A motion. Uh, Slimothy Jimothy sent me your way on possibly doing some trades and upgrades on my vehicle here. Nice to meet you. He's actually very skinny. He doesn't look anything like you, but when you grasp his hand, it is just leather. Feels just like yours. You you can hear an audible gritting. So I was about to say. So <laughs> it's like that handshake scene in Predator. <laughs> Ocean feels like he's met dust some. explodes from between their fingers. <laughs> it's like instead of like muscle man, it's just two very very overworked people who are just like clinging on to dear life. <laughs> so much less cool, but uh, well, I've got some stuff that I think I'd be willing to trade for you if you could help me kit out my vehicle here. Uh, we're thinking about traveling down to the stew, and I'd, I'd like to make my vehicle a little bit more traversable with the water. Hmm. Yeah. I think let me, let me look at it and he pours over your uh the vehicle trying to see how it works he has you like turn it off and on a couple times he notices the areas that are just like exposed batteries with wires unprotected no insulation connecting them to each other and he goes mm, I think I can do it the the big thing is making sure engine does not flood with the water it'd be a pretty steep price pretty pretty heavy hours over the next couple of days well here, I'll show you something I got for trade. I, I lean into Ocean and go, that would give us time to check on Crandall. Ooh, ooh that's like perfect, actually. As, as you show him the radiator, his eyes just start like glowing. They go wide as they could possibly be. And he, he starts reaching for it like a child seeing a cookie on a counter. I'm about to say, I'm going to swat his hands, but mm. not until we have a deal. Uh, he goes to shake your hand. He goes, this is a fair trade. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Meanwhile, canonically, this thing is worth more than every building in Subtropolis. <laughs> Probably. To pick it up, he literally hugs it and rests his head on the top of it <laughs> and then grabs it up and brings it back over to his workstation. Oh and he, you see at first, he like starts trying to like investigate it clearly. Like he starts pulling out all these different like, magnifying glasses that stack on each other. And then he like kind of shakes his head and realizes he's, he's supposed to be working on your shit. Right. And he goes and puts some gloves on and oh he God. starts working. And what he's going to do is try to insulate all of the electronics. He's going to try to attach a snorkel yeah. to it. So you're going to be able to, he, and he lets you know that it's not going to be like full ass submarine submergible. Uh -huh. 
but you're going to be able to go through water as long as you have a clear path to air above you. Hell yeah, I think that's pretty dope. Dude, he reminds me of the guy from, uh, do you remember um, Atlantis, the, the animated Atlantis movie? Do you remember the really old Tinker guy? The little mole guy, right? Yeah. The dirt no, the, the, the mole guy, but then there was also the... the, the Did he have big glasses? Old, the old lanky guy with the glasses. Yeah, because the mole guy's obsessed with dirt, and this yeah. guy was like... Just like Ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, Ocean so and Ocean the mole is the mole guy to this guy's old old lanky guy from Atlantis. I have to look up <laughs> his name now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, but he gets to work. While that happens, some of the Jimothy says, uh, do, you, do you want me to give you the rundown now, or do you want to wait till we, the person we send to... Uh, escort you there uh they can kind of tell you everything you need to know if you don't mind waiting a little bit till you head out two days sounds like yeah two days is that cool two days works we'll we'll hold off on just so i don't have to explain this now and then again (laughs) in the next episode (laughs) but so yeah we'll hold off on getting that information from you until we come back okay sounds good uh see you guys in a couple days then all right i feel like we the guy's name's cookie from atlantis cookie cookie masterson my namesake (laughs) Ocean, do you want to take the jeep to check on Crandall? Ocean will longingly look at the spider and then look at the jeep with its awful paint job. No winch, no no crazy uh, wall climbing capabilities. Bright white paint (laughs) with its stinking four wheels, and be like, does have a twenty one pilot CD? And be like, yeah, let's take your jeep. (laughs) <laughs> smash cut she asked me son <laughs> what was the was, was book is lovely. we both got the exact same um record same yeah it's vessel by yeah, let's get the exact way so yeah that's the one that ocean was listening to when he was uh smoking yeah, in his car. but you're listening to sad you're listening to car radio yeah. <laughs> so yeah as we get into the jeep and you play it ocean has like a brief flashback to that moment and you see a single tear roll down his cheeks nice uh you guys are booking through subtropolis you know what that means oh it's that stupid role plunder subtropolis it's that stupid role that we can never truly succeed i rolled a nine and ocean would like to help probably ocean can help especially since he's navigating eight for help okay that does improve it to the next level cool which means that we don't lose anything and we don't get lost, which means that we probably get followed. Okay, you're choosing to get followed. Choosing to be followed, because I don't want to lose nothing. When we get to the bottom of the switchbacks, I would like to stop by the sewer grate that the mole monster crawled out of. Is the body of the of Vesuvius's friend still there? Yes, it still has the cloth over top of it, or it may have just been her jacket. But yeah, it looks just like when you saw it. And it's before. like super rotting and gross. If you get close and poke around, probably. I say to Vesuvius, hey, man, you might want to close your eyes for this. Thank you for warning me. And I'd like to get a tarp out of the Jeep, and I want to collect the bodies so we can bury it. Oh, that's sweet. Oh. Yes. Um, I feel like there's an ulterior motive. For you. <laughs> well, I mean, no. I'm not going to, like, dissect the body, but I, I do want to bury it. Because I remember, like, last time, I didn't, I didn't even, like, I just stole her gun and and went in search of ocean and now that we have some more time to actually and then i'm going to also go inspect the sewer grate and i want to i want to go down there with my flashlight you go down i have a a, a handheld flashlight this time you shine your flashlight down Mm -hmm. the tunnel you know which way are you looking towards or going towards the direction where you fought 
the cheese monster before. Mm-hmm. I want. I have my my flashlight in one hand and my submachine my my machine pistol in the other. Okay, Ocean, are you following him too? Yeah. Or are you just yeah. waiting? <laughs> no, I'm not following. <laughs> okay, you both splash splash into the water. Right now, it's very shallow. You don't have to be too worried about all those disgusting bugfish mm-hmm. that were crawling in you last time. Cool. I, I first thing first thing I want to do is I want to go to where I toss the jerky. Is the jerky still there? The jerky is not there. Who knows what kind of critters? Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks. But I also want to go towards the nest, the cheese monster nest. And I'm like, I'm not like take, I'm, I'm being careful with the light because obviously I know it's afraid of light, um, but I'm I'm not as timid as last time. Okay. Yep. You're heading down. I just kind of trot uh, forward. You're, yeah, you're, the splashes are echoing all the way down and you don't hear any horrific scraping noise or anything like that as you move down. Uh, your light does pass over the back of a body you see a body in the tunnels Ooh. is it the cheese monster no this is around the corner from the cheese monster nest where you saw it getting attacked by the wolves this is a body face down you see some dark hair and some like completely tattered clothes i'd like to flip it over okay as you go up towards it give me a read a situation roll that's scary okay i got a 13 ask three questions right now what uh what is what is the threat what is the best biggest threat what should i be on the lookout for and who's in control here uh i will say you're not going to get any useful information for that last one okay. so if you want to ask me a different question you can what is my yeah what represents the best opportunity for me to identify this body you look down on it and you recognize the back of this person looks exactly like you hair's the same uh, torso is the same uh, legs are all the same does ocean see this or is ocean kind of standing back i'm gonna say ocean i was about to say i'm gonna say ocean's standing back and doesn't he like sees the body and he's gonna like right before book went up to investigate on hill like, here i'll 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 watch out um i want to f- i'm flipping it over yeah oh wait no answer the rest of my questions as you turn over the body you see the front is all torn up but the face is like blank it's like there's nothing there. It's like vaguely humanoid shaped. There's a spot for eyes. There's a mouth, but it does not look anything like you. It looks like oh man, almost like a kind of putty e random dude. Okay, an extra and, a and then I want to type person investigate the wounds and does it look like either wolf bites or gunshot wounds? Neither. <laughs> it looks a lot like the claws from the monster. In all the wounds, and you notice, looking very carefully at it, that these wounds are all exactly where the ones that were on you are. And you're actually able to like look at some of the scars that you still have, or some of the healing wounds on you are in exactly the same spot, like 100%. Okay, I, I definitely call Ocean over. Uh, uh, Ocean. Ocean will come over and he's like, what, what's going on? What? And he's going to see the body and go, like, holy is- shit. <laughs> and I, I point to, like, I, I, I'm, I don't know what's going on. I... I, I, I stumble past the body, and I want to go look at the, the cheese monster nest. Okay, you turn the corner, you shine your light down there, you're hit by that rancid smell you noticed before, and you see the monster is torn to shreds on the ground. Huh. So, wow. And, it, like, if you look closer, I'm not going to make you roll for anything checking him out. It looks like wounds you would have expected from the wolves. Right. Like what you saw happen. And what, like what? Teeth marks and claws and what was... weird burns. Okay. But, yeah. Weird burns. I dig yeah. that. But they're in the areas where you would expect to see wounds. Okay. I um I turn to Ocean and I say, I think we should grab this body too. Not not the cheese monster, the me. 
real quick. So while Ocean, while Book is going over to investigate the cheese monster nest, Ocean is going to kind of like get on down on his knees and he is going to kind of like look at it and he's going to touch it and see if it will speak. Ooh, it I says whenever that. you handle nice. or examine something interesting, oh, roll this weird. Awesome. This seems this pretty interesting. Awesome. Yeah, give me that roll. I love this move so much. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see. Come on, give me something good. All right, that's scary. Okay. I almost just started telling you things. I got so excited. I forgot you had to roll. <laughs> yeah. So I want to get a full success for that. That was a nine. Choose one question. I keep only getting freaking nines. Uh, okay. Let's see. Yeah. All right, Stu. I'm going to go with what has been done most recently with this or to this. You touch this weird body. And as, as you're moving around it, you see that the front part is like how i described like it's just kind of generic kind of gooey face but as you're looking at it every the back side of it you've seen books back more than he has people don't have a lot of mirrors you know it is 100 percent accurate like it is you see like a little freckle he has on the back of his neck is right where it should be the hair is like exactly like his the build is 100 percent the same and you go and touch this body and you just feel it almost speaking out to you in this just like muddled voice that's just like that starts like kind of chirping and it actually reminds you a lot of the radio you heard with all the beeps and boops coming through very quickly but kind of more organic and gross and you seem to just understand what happened nearby this recently and you see some of the men that you saw come out of the yellow Humvees carrying this body and putting it in the sewer and positioning it in a very precise way and heading back out. That's neat. Huh? Ocean's going to turn a book and be like, this, this body was placed here by those people in the yellow Humvees. It wasn't just here. It was placed. Vesuvius, you mentioned the yellow Humvee guys. Yeah, they uh, know about them. Not much at all, I will say. They, we were told to stay out of their area. They would not encroach on us. If we were moving around in our zone, we would not be bothered by them. And sometimes we would see them out when we're going on expeditions, and they would also seem to leave us alone. They would always be like very ominous looking at us. But if we had, if we were ever going out into their area, they have just shot at us. Just basically on reflex. We... We stay away from them. They're pretty scary. They got very good weaponry. I think we should take this body. Starting a collection. Does it smell bad? Uh, Everything smells bad down here. Okay. So it is impossible to tell. No, Vasus, I'm not starting a collection. I want to bury your friend, but I also think that maybe having a dead body that looks like me could be useful in terms of getting hickory off our back. Yeah. We need to disfigure the front a little bit more because right now it just looks like a person made of clay. I grab another tarp from the back of the Jeep. You're down to eight tarps. <laughs> and I roll this body up and I put it next to the other one. Where did we get all these tarps? Oh God, we got, we see, this is, see, we should have known to not get followed because the yellow fucking Humvee people. Oh God. Now that we've taken the body. Now that we, now that, okay. Mm. So book, book is thinking about this now and he realizes that they've been like, their car has been sitting, this, this bright white Jeep has been sitting out in the open for a while. I'm like, oh, we got to go. So I, I, I want to hop in. I want to like drive as fast as we safely can to Crandall's place. You're booking along. I forgot. We didn't clarify this. What does Vesuvius's, uh, disguise look like? 
Oh, since this may become relevant. It's like soon. a caterpillar of a mustache, sunglasses, and a and a hat. What type of hat? Uh, a little fedora. Okay. So it's like so is the the hat is always po- poking me in the chin. Okay. So he looks like Heisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, not very Burt Reynoldsy. Uh, so you peel off. Uh, give me a Rita Sitch. Who? Whoever's driving. Oh, I'm driving. It's my car. That's a ten, baby. Okay. You would have been able to help, but you don't need to ask me three questions. So many questions today. Um. Okay. Now, would who's in control here be helpful? Yeah, potentially. Who's in control here? Um, actually, no. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Who's in control here? What's my best way to Crandall's without being noticed? Uh, what's the, sorry, what's the best way through to Crandall's? And what should I be on the lookout for always? What path were you taking before? I guess I should have asked before I made you roll. I think we were taking main roads because I was trying to go fast. So you know the fastest way would be where the lookout was last time mm-hmm. where Vesuvius was posted. But is that the that best would be the way? quickest way. But you know that that is kind of their lookout spot. So they would probably have someone posted there. So if you're trying to get by without being seen until you're very close, that would not be your best path. So that ties into who's in control here and what's your best way. Okay. They're in control in this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you should be on the lookout for here is as you're going along, uh, you see in your rearview mirror, uh, just a flash in the distance of a Humvee going across the road that you're traveling on from one block to another, just like whoop, right across. Oh, like the road. a Scooby Doo, like across the doorway, yeah, yeah behind you. Yes, uh, probably a quarter mile behind you. Oh, okay. Um, I how how close are we to Crandall's? Uh, another quarter mile. So I think that I'm going to like peel into a side road because like a quarter mile like we can we can walk i i basically i don't want crandall to know that we have the jeep with us and i don't want the yellow humvee guys to find the jeep either so what i'd like to do is i'd like to like turn down into like a tiny alley like maybe hopefully where there's like a garage door or something that i could pull in and i'd like to go the rest of the way on foot to where we interacted with vesuvius last time okay so you want to go right actually well that that part i should talk to ocean about ocean do you should we just announce ourselves again like last time? Yeah. Should we bring Vesuvius though? I, I think mean, we should we probably disguised him leave for a reason, him. But I guess we could leave him to watch the car with like a radio. I've been working on a new voice. What do you think? Hey, here's me, Vesuvius. I mean, wait, shit, what's my fake name? Uh, it was, uh, it was, um, 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 Everest is what, what I called you. Hey, is is me, Explorer Everest. I've been, uh. I've been, I'm new to these pops. Hey, do you think I've you could hit a button on a, on a radio so you could call us? Yeah, with my nose? Yeah. With my snoot? Yeah. Could I boop it with my snoot? Is that what yeah, you're asking? Yeah, I want to set him up so that he could radio <sighs> us if anyone comes to investigate the car. Yeah, I may only be able to do the chirpy boy thing. Well, I don't think I can, like, hit it and then talk, but if Why I not? do... If you're hitting it with your nose, your lips can still move. I'm telling you, I got one good hit in me, and then I may be on the sideways. Okay, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Are you okay with that, Vesuvius? If you if you build me some sort of apparatus for my tongue, then in the future I may be able to do this better. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll chirp you every every thirty minutes, 
to let you know that we're safe. I swear to God, if you guys die, it doesn't matter. Don't chirp me. If you die, I'm ahead in a fucking vehicle. Well, I was going to. What am I going to do? So I give him the frequency. I give him Johnny Hertz's frequency. The one that you can barely hear hear people on. How am I supposed to change this dial? No, we're all on that frequency. But I tell him. Oh, okay. You can hail. You can. But you're going to have to. This is like an emergency. Try to figure out. If you don't hear from us in 30 minutes, you're going to have to do your best to not knock over the thing and hail Johnny Hertz. Okay. This is a good emergency plan. I like it. All right, cool. And I get out of the car. Hands in everyone. Three, two, one, break. Exactly. That's the funny joke. That was funny. I didn't realize you had humor. (laughs) Just put it on his head. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I want to, we, I think ocean. Oh, now, now I ask ocean ocean. Are you right? If we just like walk in like last time, that seemed to go pretty well. Yeah, let's do it. We could say we've come back for, we could be under the guys that were looking for medical supplies. Let's, Let's do it. You walk up. You're trying to take the same path you saw before. Uh-huh. You see the very sad sight of the light fixture that was broken off that you took with you, dangling there, useless. Uh, you move along the road. Uh, you look up to the little perch where you saw the Subies before, and you don't see anyone right now. Um, and you keep going a little bit. Uh, you're trying to make your presence like you're not hiding, Correct. right? You're- yep. No, we don't want people to think we're sneaking in. Uh, you walk up with purpose down the middle of the road strutting your stuff up and then you hear check out these motherfuckers Woo! and vesuvius poke his heads up and go what you guys doing back so early oh my god shit Thank you so much for listening this week. This one's coming at you a little bit early because one of our top 10 favorite listeners, Yiggles, requested that we put it out a little early so he could listen on a long car ride. So if you want to ask unreasonable demands to any of us, shoot us an email at oops at stew.cool. All the music and editing was performed by Stu Masterson. That logo that you love so much is by Brady McDonough. And Jacob eats food while recording. Love you, bye. I hate stew.